welcome to Bullpen Sessions, where you will learn the lessons from the athletes excelling at the highest level so you can take these same lessons and apply them to your sport, business, and life. My name is Andy Neary, and each week I sit down with current and former pro athletes and other professionals tied to the sports world where we dive into the mindset of those athletes excelling at the highest level, teaching you lessons you can apply so you can have massive success in your sport, business, and life. So do me a favor, grab your glove, grab a ball, take the mound, because you are about to strike out those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back oh so long. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to Friday Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary, and this is episode 107. Now, for the month of April, if you're tuning into my podcast, number one, thank you for taking the time to subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to listen each and every week. You're going to notice a little difference here in the month of April. I'm just going to go with my Friday Bullpen Sessions episodes. We're not going to do any interviews. And then come May, we're going to be back at twice a week, Tuesday interviews, Friday, Friday bullpen sessions, and we'll be ready to rock twice a week. So this month, you're just going to get me once each week on Friday, four times this month. Here we go. So today, I want to share a story. I want to talk to you uh, about an experience I just had uh, last week. And it was an experience that I needed to have. Uh, if you're listening in and you are a busy business professional like myself, where you often find that you work probably a little too much, mainly because you love what you do and you don't give yourself enough time for play, this is going to be a, a really good episode for you. It's going to be a nice little lesson that I was taught last week. So let me set the stage. Last week, I made the decision to join a buddy of mine, Kyle Deppies, and a group of other high-achieving men for Kyle's Reaching Beyond Experience. And what Kyle does to structure these masterminds, if you want to call them, is his goal is to bring together 10 to 12, again, business professionals, male business professionals, and put them in uncomfortable settings, put them in settings where they can mastermind, they can collaborate, but also put them in settings where it forces you to play. It forces you to pause. So from Sunday through Wednesday morning of last week, I was forced to put myself in some uncomfortable situations. I was forced to pause, put my phone down and remember what it was like to be a kid. And, you know, I don't know if, I don't know about you, but I need that sometimes more than anything. I joined Kyle for, for the same experience that he put on back in, in the fall, which was a golf trip to North Carolina. So I was excited to join once again, this time it was to Park City, Utah. The main event was to ski, which we did on Monday, but it was what happened on Tuesday that I want to share with you today. So Tuesday morning we get up and we knew that, the experience that we were going to have that morning was to fly fish. And I'd never, I'd never fly fish before. And so I was excited, you know, which is strange. I think about the fact Amy and I have lived in Colorado for almost seven years now, and I have yet to go up one of the hundreds of Canyon rivers that are so well known for fly fishing. And I've yet to take the time to fly fish. And so here was my chance. Now, what made the morning interesting is it was cold. So we leave Park City in a shuttle. We had a good 35, 40-minute shuttle ride east of Park City through Heber City, Utah. 
and we go up this canyon where uh, I, I can't remember if it's the upper, the middle, or the lower Provo River was. And so we were going to spend about three hours fishing the Provo River. And we get out of the shuttle, and you could tell right away the sun had not yet come up over the mountains. It was cold, and we were about to go into a river filled with water that was even colder. And if if you know me, I do not like getting cold. The second I get cold, I cannot get warm. In fact, I think I may actually have a form of, was it Reynolds disease where my digits, my hands and my feet, they get purple. It's actually, I've had so many people tell me even on a 40 degree day, dude, what is wrong with your hands? They're like purple. So I knew I had a tough task ahead of me. I knew I was going to get uncomfortable, but I was excited, right? Because I'm going to learn how to fly fish. Now, the cool thing is we had 12 guys. It was two guys to a fishing guide. And so you were, we walked down a uh, gravel road to our spot on the river with our guide and our guide walked us across the, the, the Provo, found our spot and we were ready to start fishing. So here I am, I'm in my waders, I'm in a winter jacket, I'm in my boots, my waterproof boots, of course, I'm in, uh, I have my gloves on, I am ready to go for a cold day. Now, if I had to guess, I think it was about 30, 31 degrees to start that morning. Mind you, the water in the Provo River is barely above freezing. So our guide teaches us how to cast. We, we talk some logistics. And then it was time for my partner, Matt Gilstrap, and I to start fishing, start enjoying the morning. And most of all, to be present. I heard... Jesse Itzler say this once in an interview, be where your feet are. And that was what my goal was. It was to be where my feet are. Now, in this case, it was hard to be where my feet are because my feet are now standing in water that's about 40 degrees and it is freaking cold. So I start casting. And about 20 to 30 minutes into this fishing experience, the cold starts setting in. Right. If you've been there before, whether it's fishing, whether it's skiing, whether it's hiking, uh, snowshoeing, you name it. When it's cold outside, at some point that cold starts creeping in no matter how many layers you have. And for me, the first area it hits immediately is my hands. And so now I can start feeling my hands getting numb and I'm casting, I'm casting, I'm casting. But as as I cast, the more casts I make, the colder my hands get. And 45 minutes in to fishing. Now I am freezing. And I can recall a moment there where by this point I had ca I had caught a fish or two, but I had also lost a fish because my hands were so cold that I couldn't cast. And if anybody, if you fly fish before, you know, it's a mix of reeling in the rod and casting a little reeling and playing with the fish and fighting the fish and reeling. But when it came time to the reeling, I could barely reel because my hands were frozen. And about an hour in 45 minutes to an hour in, I hit that point where I'm like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. My face is cold. My hands are cold. It's now to the point where you can physically see my fishing pole shake because my body is shaking. And at, by this point, the sun starts coming up over the mountains. So we have good news ahead, right? It's going to warm up a little when that sun crests the, the peak of the mountain. But I was cold. And all I could think about right there and then was, I'm out. 
I'm just going to go back to the shuttle and I'm just going to get warm. But every time I wanted to do that, every time I told myself, it's time to go back to the shuttle, you're out, screw it. My voice in my head said, just one more cast. So I'd make one more cast. And then I'd get a fish on the line. I'd fight the fish. I'd bring it in. Now I've caught two, maybe three fish at this point. But again, I am freezing. At this point, I don't even want the fishing guy to take a photo of my fish because my hands are so cold. I don't even want to hold the fish. Just put it back in the water. We're good. Let's move on. Now, at this point, the sun is now crested. So we have some sun in the valley. So I am now doing a mix of fishing. And every 10 or 15 minutes, I'm running up the bank side to what was probably an old railroad bed. And I am literally doing jumping jacks and doing like short sprints in the sun just to get warm. And then I'd run back down to the riverside and I'd start casting again. But I just could not get rid of the cold in my hands. And my hands were numb. I still was struggling to cast, still struggling to reel. But every time I wanted to quit, that voice in my head said, just one more cast. And so I would cast, I would keep casting and I would cast, but damn it. 10 minutes later, that cold crept back in and that cold became the dominant thought in my head. And again, my head, my body was back in a place of screw it. I'm out. I don't want to do this. It is too freaking cold. I'm going back to the shuttle. But right in that moment when I wanted to cross the river to get out of there, that voice in my head said it again, just one more cast. And then another, and then another, and then another. And before I knew it, I had spent almost three hours in freezing cold water, almost getting caught up in the current of the Provo River, sometimes wading in as high as need of thigh high in this water. Temperatures maybe peaked at upper 30s, but I spent three hours casting and fishing and casting and fishing and fighting. And when it was all said and done, not only did I catch six fish, lost two X, two additional, I had the time of my life. And I realized that for the first time in, I can't tell you how long, those three hours went by like that, and I, not once did I think about work. Not once did I even think about checking my phone to check my email or check social media. It was just me, that cold, that river, and that next fish on my line. And it taught me such an important lesson that how many times in our life, I don't know about you, but I look back at all those times in my life when I should have kept going, when I was just one more cast, one more rep, one more call away from that sale, from that connection that would change everything for me. I left myself off the hook. I went back to the comfort, the safety, the warmth that that shuttle would have provided me. And standing in the Provo River last Monday in freezing cold temperatures, I realized no matter what happens, you will always achieve the goal if you're willing to put in one more rep, put one more cast, make one more call. 
make one more connection, whatever it is, if you just make it your goal to keep going when everybody else quits, you will always win. For me, last Monday, that win was being present, being where my feet are. That win was catching six, uh, six fish. Uh, Matt and I actually tied for the lead. Most fish caught. Matt caught five. So not only did we achieve our goal of being present, of enjoying uh, learning how to fly fish, we had an amazing experience. And that's what life's about. If you're willing to just put one more rep in, make one more cast, make one more call, you will always achieve the goal that you are out to strive for. And you will always create one hell of an amazing experience for yourself. So take it from me, somebody who last week wanted to give up so many times as I was standing in the frigid cold waters of the Provo River, but I just made one more cast, one more cast, one more cast. And a week later, I'm looking back saying that was one of the best experiences I have had in years. So take it from me. Take this advice. Go into next week when those tough situations come up because they will. And you don't want to go on. You don't want to make one more call. You want to resort. You want to revert back to safety, back to what's comfortable. Don't let yourself give in. Just one more cast. And when you do that. You're going to hit that goal, whether that's sales, that's happiness, that's a better relationship with your wife. Just one more cast, one more rep. Keep going when everybody else gives up because you know what happens when clarity and confidence collide? Max, massive action happens. Go make it happen today. Shift your mindset. Thank you for listening into this week's episode. And if you know of any other high achievers like yourself that you think would benefit from this episode, please do me a favor. Please share this with them. You would help me go a long way in sharing this message, getting this message out to as many people as possible. I'd be forever grateful. And if you really found benefit from today's episode, do me a favor, go subscribe to the podcast, give it a five-star rating, leave a great review. It always helps to make sure that this podcast is getting in front of as many many ears and eyeballs as possible. Thank you.